0: Hey, good morning and thank you for checking out West online this morning. We are so glad that you have chosen to take your Sunday morning or if you're worshiping with us throughout the week, we are so glad that you have chosen to take your time to spend with us as we talk about faith and life. We're in week nine of uh, this new reality of what church looks like during COVID-19 and so this morning we're taking a break from our previous message series called Cribs and we're going to talk about what it looks like to actually lead our crib uh, as today and and Friday at 5 p.m. here in North Carolina we began phase one of the reopening and so uh, some things are opening up and and in fact at 10 o'clock while you're watching this we're gonna be trying out what worship looks like in a parking lot seeing uh, how that works for us like drive-in church and so anyway I just thought it would be relevant for us not to talk about our relationships within our lives and in our homes but instead talk about our individual selves for a little while and talk about uh, our pathways and what roads we take. Because you see here, as we begin this phase one, I mean, we've all been impacted for the past, you know, two months of of what this world looks like and and how we react to that. And we've all been shaped by it, whether we consciously realize it, surely we do, but whether we consciously think about it or not, uh, what we've lived through the past eight weeks has impacted us and, and shaped us. And so there are some things in our faith that I think will walk side by side with what we've just lived through and what we are continuing to live through with COVID-19 that I think can help us have a different kind of perspective. So this morning, for just a few minutes, I wanted us to talk about our, our roads and our pathways and actually what kind of journey journey are you going to take, now that we begin phase one, and hopefully go through the other phases in the weeks ahead, what does your journey look like? And I have a couple of questions that I want to ask us about that. The first one is, are you on a path or are you on a road? Are you literally like traveling a path through your life or does your life have like this road and this roadmap? So that's the first question. The second one is, are you focusing on the journey or are you focusing on the destination? And the third question is, are you worried about or focused on mastering your life or being moved by it? Are you worried about being in control and and mastering what your life looks like? Or are you willing to be moved by it? So those are the three things that we're going to talk about uh, so that hopefully as we begin to move in these phases of reopening, we don't get so caught up in just all the, the busyness of it and the semantics of it and the fear of it. But instead, we become very intentional about what our lives look like. So I want to show you a picture Uh, You see some beautiful blue water on your screen right now. Last year, I took a few weeks off in the month of February to just do some Internal searching and and just let my soul rest for a little while. It had been a long uh, nine ten years as we were starting you know this new church and so a friend of mine and I had the opportunity to go to Aruba. It's one of my most favorite beautiful places on earth. It has the most beautiful water and it's so serene. There are parts of the island that truly are deserted, and she and I rented these. Um, it's a UTV actually, not an ATV. Uh, an ATV you know like sort of like a motorcycle kind of thing but a utv is like a smaller jeep like vehicle because i am not coordinated enough or talented enough to drive an atv and i feared for my safety so we rented like this little mini car and we were going over the over the terrain in aruba to get to this water and it was so like, just beautiful and scary all at the same time. And, you know, this, this journey to get to that water that you just saw, it, it took us like, I don't know, two to three hours. And I kept wondering, are we ever going to get there? But I did appreciate the beauty of our surroundings while we were going. So I want you to take a look at the image that's on your screen right now. You see the blue line and this, then you see this red line. And so the blue line, apparently there was this GPS system that the UTV company let you have. But because I had no cell service, it was not helpful at all until we were off and had finished our destination. But what you see is the blue line was the road that we were supposed to take. The red line is where our little UTV went as we traveled. So that's the first part of our journey. And now you'll see the second part. And you see, we had like, do you see like the double blue lines? That means we were so lost. And like we'd turn around and we'd go another way. I mean, we were just absolutely so confused the whole time. Uh, It was interesting, you know, we drove all this way and we got to the water and, and saw that it was so beautiful. And then on our way back, there were some other UTVs that were traveling. And so we just followed them. And I remember thinking when we got back to the top of the hill, like, wow, the journey back, that was so much easier uh, than the journey down. And then after that, of course, is when I pulled up the app and saw that we were just so lost the entire time we were traveling to the water. But what I was struck by is while the, the journey back was easier because we were on the actual road, it was so much less impactful and actually uh, so much less beautiful like what the country i guess had done is come in and actually made a road to go down to this natural pool now my friend and i she and i we missed the road we we made our own and it was scary at times and we were uncertain But at the end, that path that she and I made, it was so much more beautiful. There's a difference between a path and a road. And there is a quote by Oliver Wendell Berry that I would like for you to look at with me for just a minute. So take a look at this quote with me. The difference between a path and a road is not only the obvious one a path is little more than a habit that comes with knowledge of a place it is the perfect adaptation through experience and familiarity of movement to a place it obeys the natural contours and such obstacles as it meets it goes around so that quote is powerful and so true about what our lives look like. And so this morning, I want us to ask ourselves, are we, as we go through life, are we on a path or are we on a road? Because a path, it is, it uh, just morphs around and over things. And it shapes us and we shape it. But a road, like when roads are made, they are actually somewhat destructive. Like things come in and, and they take uh, the, the earth and the surroundings away and they, they make a space. So I would encourage us to look at our lives as a path. And as we do that this morning, I want us to look at some scripture because it tells us how we can be about our destination and our journey it's from proverbs 3 trust god from the bottom of your heart don't try to figure out everything on your own listen for god's voice in everything you do everywhere you go god is the one that will keep you on track don't assume that you know it all run to god run from evil Your body will glow with health and your very bones will vibrate with life. Trust God with all of your being. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. If you look at uh, the King James Version, this was from the message. If you look at a different translation, it'll say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. And he will make your path straight. So, when we read that, you know, trust in God with all your heart, he will give you your own understanding. Don't, have, don't figure out everything on your own. Listen to God's voice in all that you do. The Hebrew word for he will make your path straight means he will show you the way. So we do all have like this voice. It's the nudge of, we call it the Holy Spirit that works in us, that speaks to us. You know, that still small voice or sometimes loud voice voice that's in our heads or those nudges that we have in our souls that say, you know, maybe you should do this or maybe you should look at it this way. Uh, it isn't, life is not about having this just finite goal at the end that we are willing to push anything out of our way so that we get there. Perhaps we need to understand that life is about the journey and not just about the destination. That was one of the questions that I wanted us to think about this morning. Is your life, are we embracing that it's about the journey and not just about the destination? This past week, the West family uh, did a a graduation parade we have like gosh 14 different graduates some from high school and some from college and and they're all just a little bummed and and rightfully so this milestone of their life uh, is not being celebrated and for some you know they don't know if or when it will be especially our college graduates uh, that seems to be a little more nebulous the high schools here are trying to plan an in-person graduation for later this summer with social distancing but the college students are like, this is it. Like, now I'm supposed to enter the workforce, and there's, there's like, no closure. And uh, so I've been listening to different commencement speeches online, lots of Famous people are giving different commencement speeches, and uh, I heard, I read a story about a young man who last year was valedictorian at a high school in New York City. He was a brilliant young man. He scored a perfect score on both the ACT and the SAT. He had uh, whatever, he took all the weighted classes, so his GPA was well over uh, a 4.0, and he never had to bat an eye about studying, and his grades came so easy. When the administration came to him because he was valedictorian and said, hey, we want you to give the commencement address, he declined. They were shocked. His parents were a little dismayed. They wanted him to have the valedictorian speech, and he's like, no, you don't, you don't understand. He said, this all came so easy to me. Just because I got lucky and, and I got born you know with this brain that you know I have a photogenic memory and this stuff, it just it just comes easy. I didn't really have to do anything to earn this award. But my peers, they've worked hard for their grades. and they are the ones who've actually taught me that it is more about the journey than about the destination. So they are the ones, someone from my peers needs to be chosen to give this commencement speech. If we aren't careful, we set up these ideas and ideals in our lives that we think need to be our destination we define success by what that destination is and, and we will push and we will create a road and we will bulldoze through other situations and and relationships in our lives because we're trying to get to that end destination because that's where we think success is defined. And as we do that, we miss out on the path and we miss out on the journey. So as we get ready to enter into a new phase of life, I want us to ask ourselves, is it about the destination? Do we have like some big goals that we're just going to push through, whatever, so we can get there? Or are we willing to know that there is the still small voice that nudges us and guides us? And if we'll listen to that voice, if we'll trust and look inward to the voice of God, the voice of love, the voice of life, That voice will lead us forward if we trust it, like the proverb says. The last question that I wanted us to think about for just a minute, it goes along with the the journey or the destination. It's are we trying to master life or are we willing to be moved by it? One of the things that's happened over the last two months of COVID-19 is we've had to slow down. I mean, there are times, I'm sure, and depending on what profession you are in, you may be working more than ever. But beyond our careers, our social lives, uh, the things that we've poured money into, and in entertainment industries and sporting events and those kinds of things, those things have, have come to a stop. And so we've had to find ways to fill our time. I've read and heard lots of different stories about things that folks have done but the thing that I've been struck by the most is I haven't heard really anybody just lament about how miserable they've been everybody that I've had a chance to email with or or text or talk with on the phone they've told me how good has come from this how they've started to see things in new ways, how they've grown closer with some of their family members and their relationships, the people that they've been quarantined with. And uh, so, like, for us as a West staff, a nuclear West staff, we've grown closer because we're all we see, frankly. (laughs) And so every Sunday it's like a little party when we get together to worship. And we've had to be more dependent on one another. Are we trying to master our lives? Are we trying to control things because we have, again, this idea of what everything and how it should function and and fit together? Or are we willing, especially moving forward, to allow what we've lived through for the past eight or nine weeks to shape us so that we're not just trying to master our lives, but we're willing to be moved by it? Two of my family members experienced birthdays in the last uh, two weeks, actually. And uh, both of them, I mean, one was 22 and, and one's 20. And I was like, you know, these birthdays have to just stink. I mean, this has to be like the worst birthday ever. And, and they both said, actually, no, that's not the case. It was what I needed it to be yesterday was when we celebrated one of them and so it was just a small intimate family time and uh, we sat outside and just looked at nature and then we went to Ghostface and tailgated alone and it was like a one car tailgate at Ghostface parking lot and had dinner and then went back and like watched uh, some funny movie. At the end of the day uh, when I was getting ready to leave I said you know I'm so sorry that your birthday sucked today and she said oh my gosh my birthday didn't suck this was like a perfect day it was chill and I thought hmm I'm not so sure I would have the wisdom or the maturity to say that about today at uh, 20 years of age because you see I am too busy trying to master my life and I am typically really focused on the destination and I miss out on the journey and I miss out on being mindful and in awe of all the things that we have been given there's beauty in everything and that's what the writer of Proverbs probably King Solomon meant when he said you know trust in God and look look up Look within, because the beauty that is there is far bigger and more beautiful than any evil that may try to tempt us and and distract us from the good and the beauty that is around us. Lean into God's eyes and God's way of viewing things. And if you do, your path, your way, it will be made whole and it will be made straight. As we go through the weeks ahead and we have this opportunity to find a new path, are we willing to do the hard work that it takes to be on a path like back when I was on the UTV? I mean, it was scary at times because we weren't on the road that had been paved for us. But the beautiful things that we saw... And the experiences that we had while we were on that crazy path, they were so much more beautiful and powerful than if we had just gone through the already paved road. Are you willing to be about the journey and not just focus on the destination or some man-made definition of success? And are we willing to give up trying to master our lives? And instead be more mindful of them and be moved by the things that surround us. If we'll do those things, I promise, we'll feel more whole and more complete. More at peace and more in love than we ever have. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, we are grateful that you show us what it means to be a people on a path and not just a road. There are so many things in our lives that we can be mindful of. And we can be moved by. Let us focus on and see those things. We continue to ask your blessings, your peace, your strength on all those uh, that are working so diligently to care for those who are in need during this difficult time. And God, we give you thanks that we do have your peace and your love to sustain us as we go through our journey. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.